0: Welcome to another episode of Media Monsters. And we're both in rare form and uniform today. Yes, we are. It's working. Yeah, it looks good. You've got the hoodie. I mean, because there's probably a cataclysmic snowstorm happening right now where you're at. There was this morning when I woke up. All I did was shake my head. That's all I did. It's amazing. Got you covered border to border. Jeremy's in Minnesota. I'm in Texas, the almost to the very tip. So, you know, I think it's a nice, a nice combination of people from different backgrounds and different lives. And that's essentially what it's all about. And you know, technology's made it a lot easier for people to get together from different backgrounds. And, you know, back in the 90s, the only way you would have met somebody from a different state is if you actually lived in that state. So right. or you actually hadn't travel in a vehicle. That's right. However, that played out. That's right. Now you can make friends. I got friends from around the world. I got friends in South Africa, got friends in uh, Australia, friends in Canada. It's wonderful. Right. Hmm. Friends in Canada. Kind of like Minnesotans. <laughs> kind of like us. <laughs> <laughs> it works just as good. Works just All right. as good.
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, even though we had snowmageddon this morning and I'm not going to date and timestamp this, but it was snowmageddon when I woke up this morning and all I could think about was, thank goodness I get to practice some self-care this morning,
0: which made the day start off a lot easier. Self-care. It's so important. So important. And I know everybody's got different routines or different interpretations of what self-care is in, you know, it's, it's something as simple as, you know going for a walk, exercising, shoveling snow, depending on that might be somebody's thing that might be their deal. But what, what are, what are uh, like some of your self-care regimens and practices?
1: Well, one that I instituted, this is probably almost three years running. Cause I started it right before uh, a global shutdown was the doing a monthly massage. Like I just, I gift myself that every month. And literally when I leave, I schedule the next one four weeks out. And it's just, it's wonderful because it gives me something to anchor into really. So it's like getting your hair
0: done because I know ladies that do that. They'll get their hair done. And then six weeks, every six weeks, I got to go. I got to go get my hair done.
1: Yep. I did also get my hair done this morning.
0: So that's (laughs) quite convenient. (laughs) <laughs> that's good. I'm. You know how much money I save by not getting haircuts? Like it's got to be tens of dollars. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> tens Ten of dollars. Twenties of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's uh, the self-care. Self-care is really important. I know for me, like I started something this year and I never really thought about it, but um, up until this point, and but it really makes sense, and you probably appreciate this as a musician. But I use binaural beats. So when I go to bed at night, I turn on a channel. Now I'm going to tell you this about binaural beats: you have to be careful where you get them because some of them have coded messages in them, and they'll cause you to have nightmares. Um, oh, no, <laughs> but yeah, I, I swear to God, I've it's been it's been crazy. So uh, I had a couple of very vivid, vivid dreams, and I usually don't have nightmares. I'm I live a very. Guilt free life. And, you know, when I go to sleep at night, I do sleep well, usually without music. But I've gotten into this habit this year, and it's been very beneficial for me because, you know, we're made of water 75%, and the Mm. others are spirit, our souls, it's energy, and the amount of electricity that a human being produces it's all tied into music and sound and think about when you go to the movies, every movie has a soundtrack to it. Some of them make you cry because they put in that right amount of crescendo with the tuba and the horns coming up and the strings and right. It gets you excited. It makes you sad. It evokes all types of things, laughter, you know, fear. Um, There's something to that. So I use binaural beats to kind of bring me calm. They have, um, they have some of them that, that allow you to like restore your DNA. It's for rest. Um, some, and they're all on different frequencies too. So that's one of my self-care regimens that I do every single night.
1: That's a great pass on. Cause I, my second one that I do, although not as much right now, but once it gets above 50 here again, uh, I spend a lot of time running outside three, four days a week. And I actually run to a BPM playlist, which means I run to a specific tempo or beats per minute. And what it does is it actually makes my body not think about the pain I may or may not be putting upon it with how long I'm running. And so it just gives me, not only do I get to be outside, which nature and being outside and breathing in actual real fresh air and not the stale inside air, it's just, it's better for your person. Plus the exercise piece, of course, is a huge benefit.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. Where's your favorite place to go run?
1: There is actually an old train bed that runs, that starts a quarter block from my house. And it's now it's an actual bike path and it just goes for miles and it's not anywhere near city streets or nothing. It's just countryside everywhere I run. So I get beautiful, like wooded canopies and then wide open fields and streams. And it's just it's also just a chance to connect with nature and not worry about anything else.
0: It's liberating. I used to run a lot when I lived in Addison and that's up in the Dallas area. Um, I did that before and during the pandemic. So I moved there before the pandemic hit. And then there was nothing better than running through the streets and there's nobody out there except Mm -hmm. for people with dogs and especially during the pandemic and cobblestone streets, you're running through and you see these big, artistic structures made of metal mm-hmm. and it was quiet and had a big open park and you'd see people working out in the morning and it was truly liberating. For me, I'm, I'm more in a, um, you know, when you're over 40, you you tend to cling to life a little bit tighter and you realize, oh my gosh, potentially like half my life is is completed. So what am I going to do? How am I going to go out? And you look at pictures. And for me, I've gotten into working out, on a very regimented schedule like bodybuilding and not really bodybuilding, but I'm working with someone who's an IFBB pro and I just do an online training program. It's very, very actually inexpensive. Um, I think I pay like 150 bucks a month and I get the nutrition and the workout plans. I don't have to think about it. I just wake up, go to my app. And I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. I got to go do legs today. Or I have to do, you know, arms. And that's, that's how simple it's become, but I really, Enjoy testing the limits to see how strong I can be no matter what my age is. So, no excuses on that. It's
1: perfect. It's perfect. I think that's a really good idea. I love it that it just drops in and you don't have to think about it. I think that's without going into a rabbit hole. I think that's the one barrier that some people have to starting an exercise plan. They're like, they just don't know what to do. So, having at least a little bit of guidance so you can just wake up and look at an app like we do every day. Anyway, it might make it simpler and a little bit less of a barrier to start something like that. And you don't have to go seven days a week,
0: just no. give yourself an opportunity to get out there and do movement four or five days a week. You'd be amazed how little effort you have to put out. If you just do half the effort, let's say you go two days a week or three days a week and tie that in with nutrition. You think differently when you're logging your nutrition actively mm. and I used to make fun of those people that counted calories and I'm like, oh, you're vain or, you know, internally you have to fix the fat kid. Right. Um, but that that's not the case at all. Stepping into this journey, I'm like, I think twice about getting a cheeseburger. And now a lot of places they put the calorie counts on there. I'm like, holy smokes, Burger King. It's 1600 calories for a burger and fries and a drink. No, like I'm out. Like that's my right. calorie count for the day. <laughs> that's the Just, whole day. One meal, you you're have, done. That's <laughs> right. You're like you can have one thing today. So it's like onion rings, or do I need to eat a cucumber? Like cucumbers, they're some of the cheapest things you could eat, right? Fifty right. cents a piece. <laughs> and
1: then, and they're good for you. And it's amazing. Seven calories, right? Something so <laughs> small. You can, get, you can <laughs> I mean, eat a hundred of them a day. That's right, like a rabbit. It's amazing. The, the last one that I have just kind of as an idea, and I'm not as good at this, but I did already put it into action already for this year, which was one of my goals, which is to take a a multi-day, say two to three day, just retreat on your own, go away, disconnect, um, give yourself an opportunity, whether it's just to literally physically disconnect and be away, or whether it's for, um, I'm taking mine as a duality. It's a little bit get away and unplug. And also as an opportunity for me to dive into my own creativity and give that space. Can't beat that. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I'm trying it. It sounds like it's going to be amazing, but I'll report back. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to have to let me know like your favorite place to go. Um, I did something similar like that. Go to Cabo usually a couple of days in advance of like a company get together. Yes. I would just walk the streets and walk to the beach and I'd walk around and go see the people and, and experience life there, like to see what they see in their everyday lives. And it's different. You see, if you pay close enough attention, you see the not so bright parts of some place that's, Oh, so wonderful to people who might be tourists there.
1: Yeah. I did something interesting a couple of years ago. I went with my wife on a work trip, like as a companion. I didn't have any responsibilities while, while they were there. And so what I did was I dressed up like a homeless person and I walked the city streets because it was like a big city, urban, y kind of area. And I did the first day I dressed how I would normally dress and walk the streets. The second day I dressed almost like a homeless person and experienced the world through their lens and their eyes and it, not just from how they experience it, but how people interact with them. And it was really interesting to me to kind of experience it in both ways.
0: What made you do that, Jeremy?
1: I don't know. I'm like, this is an experiment I want to try. And I think probably because when I walk down the street, regardless, like I say hi to people and I smile at people and I wave at people, regardless if they're dressed to the nines in a... Armani suit or they're not. And so I believe that that's just good human being a good human being. And that's I'm like, I want to see what it's like on the other side. So did people treat you differently? Yeah. Nobody noticed me. Wow. Nobody noticed me. I could, because before I looked like a tourist mm-hmm. and now nobody noticed me.
0: It's amazing Just sit on that for a minute.
1: (laughs) That makes you think road show dropper today here on. Yeah. No kidding.
0: Enter music,
1: tears, (laughs) waterfall. I was unintentional, but here is what self-care can bring you unintentional good things and thoughts.
0: It really can. And you know, with, you know, our last episode, we talked about technology and decluttering and stuff like that. And that's become one of my things is, you know, you want to protect your attention, but you know we got to protect our minds. We have to protect our relationships and protect ourselves from a lot of relationships and other people's minds and their thoughts. And one of my big things that I've gotten into is decluttering. Um, again, this might be in that place where I can live with less. I don't require as much. There are things that I've had. I've had the big house. I've had the cars and you know the big backyard and cutting the grass and just being proud. I'm a man because I'm cutting the grass every weekend going, wait, I just burnt six hours in the yard today. What am I doing with my life, right? So even I thought about that and I was like, man, I don't need all of this stuff. Why am I protecting all of this stuff? It's like, uh, it's almost like an addiction sometimes. We, we accumulate and we acquire things. And and now I'm, you know, as I've matured to the place that I am, I don't require as much. I like to be light and free and travel without all of the stuff, because I'm not not attached to it. So if I have something I haven't worn, I'll bag it up and give it away to like a veteran shelter, or you know, it's a homeless shelter or women's shelter, depending on what it is. And um, it's also here's a little business thing too for you as an investor if you're thinking of investing. Storage facilities are huge. They are really huge. So if you ever get a chance to get a piece of them, make sure you get in on them because it doesn't matter if the economy is great or if the economy is not great they'll always be filled to max capacity.
1: because plenty of people like to clutter their lives. (laughs) And instead of getting rid of it, they would rather pay for a storage unit every month and just keep holding on to those things.
0: I'm one of those people. I've got, I went to go visit it. I went to go visit my storage facility (laughs) the other day and I was like, holy smokes, I have enough to furnish a small one bedroom apartment. I've got a couch in there. I've uh, I've got three TVs. What do I need three TVs for? And then there are 50 inch TVs too. And a bed I'm like, and a full, you know, bedroom suite and everything. I thought, man, like I got to do something with my life. Like, what am I doing here? You know, I've I've got, I'm paying more for rent for my stuff to stay there than I am. (laughs) It's like, we're, we're unpacking
1: some serious stuff here this morning. It's almost like we're having our own therapy session this morning, Danny.
0: Yeah, I know. It really is. It's like, hey, Danny, what do you like decluttering? Because I'm a hoarder, right? <laughs> well, don't look behind me, okay? They're all investments.
1: <laughs> that's if great. If you're watching this episode on video, you will see what we mean.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I couldn't show you my real room. That's why I put you, gave you a very simple backdrop too. So, so, so let's- how about we
1: talk about a couple of other little tools that we can use? For helping us, um, even though we say to set some boundaries with technology, it is also there to help. And that's part of what we do at Media Monsters is kind of give you some tools that are real life, they're applicable to what you can use on a daily basis. Because taking those actions daily and thinking about them and putting them to work is really what makes you successful in the long run, whatever success means to you. Um, One really good one is. And I believe this comes on both platforms as the Calm app, mm. and it has all sorts of opportunities for um, slowing you down, tracking breathing, giving you some meditation ideas. I believe it also has like a screen time sort of timer on it. So it
0: allows to block things out. That's good. You can't beat that. That is such a powerful tool, too. Mm-hmm. I use my fitness pal that helps me with tracking my calories because. In the past, like I'm, I'm a snacker. I'll eat, I'll eat and eat and eat. I've always had like a, like a food attachment disorder, and a lot of it was tied to. It's like, who are you feeding in there, right? It's like mm-hmm. my little monster inside of me. I'm like, raw. I need to validate myself, and I used food for a little bit. Not that I was ever tremendously overweight, but I do consume a lot. But I also put off a lot of energy, mm-hmm. so I'm constantly feeding my body as I've begun to work out, it's also important too, because I'm not going to lie. I'll go to the gym and I'll work myself into a frenzy to the point where I'm like, okay, cool. I can go eat a whole pizza right now because I've burnt that much energy. Um, So I like my fitness pal. That's one of my favorite ones.
1: There are a couple, um, one that I use for tracking all my workouts and things is the Strava app, which is S T R V A. And it has a variety of workouts that you can track in there. And one really cool feature, I just found this out is you can actually, and since we travel a lot, you can actually go to a location and it will map out based on your criteria, like a map for you to take. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm running in a new city, like it's a little bit scary and it's like, I don't know where I'm going or when, how I can do it in a safe manner this app actually will pre plan out. You're like, Hey, I want to do a five mile run today. And it will kind of give you a map. And then it just functions as your GPS. It gives you turn by turn directions as you're going on your. I had no idea. I've been using this app for three years just as a tracker. And I had no idea that it had this ability. So I'm going to be putting it to work here soon.
0: So it doesn't do anything like turn left thugs ahead. Like, does it give you a warning? I think it leaves the second part out, but I think it just says turn left.
1: (laughs) I don't think that they prefer that. <laughs>
0: Turn right at the crack house, right? That's right. <laughs> I love it. Um, one of one of my favorite apps too is uh, you know we were talking about binaural bees is Spotify. Spotify Spotify has very reliable lists and playlists that are already built in, um, and and if you want. Uh, a reference or a suggestion. I've got a list that I've been trying out. Haven't had any nightmares on it. So they're really great for restorative therapy. If you like listening to crickets or you want to imagine that you're at the beach and listening to the waves roll in, whenever I get a chance to do that and I'm staying someplace that's relatively safe, like when I go to Cabo, I could leave my windows open and leave the door open all night and hear the ocean crash into the, to the shore. So doesn't happen that often. You can't do that in every place you go. St. Augustine, I did that when I was on the beach. I slept outside listening to the waves rolling and nobody messed with me. So it was, it was very fortunate. Maybe I'm just an idiot, but I really enjoyed, <laughs> enjoyed that experience. of. I want to try day. that now. Yeah. No, it was wonderful. Um, we had an Airbnb there and it was during an event. It was a two, three-day event that I went to and one of the nights we had too many people in the house, so I volunteered to sleep out in one of the really, really big chairs out on the deck. And I just took a big blanket because it was windy and I bundled up, had my sweatshirt on and I just, I just went to bed and it was great. I fell asleep that way and I woke up that way. I Fancy. bet that was like a oh, great night of sleep. Yeah, it was. I was so rested. They thought I was crazy, but I really enjoyed it. So. Well, we hope you've gotten some uh,
1: opportunities to not only learn through our experience of our own self-care, but some ideas that you might be able to at least start brainstorming some ideas that work for you because self-care is really about what works for you, not what works for anybody else, because that's that's the point you want to keep your cup filled because as a leader and as a business owner, and whether that's your leading employees, your staff, your partners, your family. Your cup needs to continue to be filled. Otherwise, you don't have enough to pour into those others.
0: Amen. Keep filling it up. And thank you for tuning in for this episode of Media Monsters Podcast. If there's somebody that needs to hear it, make sure you tag them, share this episode with them. Uh, Leave us a comment. Make sure you subscribe to this channel too. We're going to keep bringing you more content as we move forward, and we're going to have some really interesting guests on future episodes. So we've already started having discussions. and We're pretty excited about some of the people that are going to be joining us. We're going to open you up to a whole different world, of not just media, but just living great lives as human beings while we're here on this planet. So thank you again for tuning in. Make sure you join the Media Monsters group on Facebook, and uh, make sure you send us a note too. If there's anything you ever need to know, uh, you can send us an email to info at monumentalvoicemedia.com. We're always responsive there. And until next time, take care and keep being a media monster.